0: Log Talk Radio Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Welcome to Poetry Super Highway Live. My name is Rick Looper, and you're listening to the April. 2019 edition of our show We've been doing this for I think, a hundred years So I'm excited that uh, We're still going, I'm excited that you're listening And I'm excited to hear what poetry You might have to share with us today Call in, the number is Area code 646-716-7362 We have no content or style Restrictions, and I would love to hear Your poem, I'd love to hear your newest poem Your oldest poem, your most in betweenest poem in terms of how old it is something you're working on something from a new book something from an old book something you're just not sure about you want to hear how it sounds out loud give us a call area code 646 716 7362 by the way happy national poetry it's uh, april and uh, and so every april here in the is it a worldwide thing i think it's it's an american thing maybe Maybe other countries have adopted it too, but it's National Poetry Month here in the United States of America, and we um, uh, all kinds of different things are happening. Uh, people who run reading series are doing special events. Websites are doing different things. Uh, uh, this weekend is the um, LA Times Festival Festival of Books here in Southern California, and there's all kinds of events happening on the USC campus um, revolving around that, and many of which are poetry events and so poetry superhighway does something every year i think this is our fourth or fifth year of doing it possibly our sixth it's hard to keep track of these things but we are publishing a poetry writing prompt prompt every single day for national poetry month Uh, the idea being to encourage you to write a poem every single day you should write a poem every single day anyway of course but uh, we're giving you ideas if you need some ideas so every single day uh, this month so far, uh, here in April to the 14th, we published 14 different poetry writing prompts, each from a different person, all submitted from uh, different folks, folks from all over uh, the world. Um, we posted it to our website poetrysuperhighway.com, and we've also posted them on our Facebook page, <clears throat> which uh, you may be aware of. Uh, you can you can find it on Facebook. Just do a search for Poetry Superhighway. We're right there. Um, and uh, th- that's also a good place for you to interact with, with our show. Um, many, when, when people are talking, we'll post links to their websites and books and other kinds of things under the post for uh, this show right on our Facebook page. Uh, but we're also posting our writing prompts every single day on our Facebook page. And we encourage you, if you write a poem to a one of these writing prompts, to if you're uh, feeling so moved to do so, uh, please post the poem as a comment to that writing prompt, and that way um, uh, you'll get some interaction from some other people, you'll get some likes, you'll get some people uh, uh, commenting on your poem and telling you what they liked about it, and the person uh, who wrote the prompt will be excited that uh, that's something that they, an idea that they had inspired you to uh, make, make some art. So uh, that's what's going on for National Poetry Month in terms of Poetry Superhighway, um, and again, you can see those writing prompts every single day on our website, poetrysuperhighway.com, or on our Facebook page. And I'm pleased to report that, um, every single day this month, in addition to, uh, posting the prompts, that there has been interaction on the Facebook page with these prompts, with these prompts. Uh, people have, uh, uh, there, some people have posted poems every single day. So, um, kudos to you if that's you, and, um, of course, there's no requirement to do uh, any of that, but, uh, but, uh, but Interact, of course, uh, the mission of the Poetry Superhighway is to expose as many people to as many other people's poetry as possible, and this is just one of the ways that you can do that during national poetry. So that's, uh, that's that. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to mention uh, at our uh, half-hour mark uh, today, we're going to be playing a spoken word track from Ellen Sanders, so stay tuned for that. And um, also, oh, just a word about today's writing prompt. I was going to mention this. Today's prompt is from Jess Vaughn, and uh, she asks you to uh, kind of harken back to your first day of school, and there's some direction there on, on, uh, on what you can write with, with that idea. So so check it out. Um, one other thing to mention before we get to our callers, and again, the number to call in is area code 646 um, we are getting close to Yom HaShoah, which is Holocaust Remembrance Day. And uh, every single year we publish a special issue of, of uh, poems from lots of people who send in work uh, specifically in response to the events of the Holocaust. We've done this, I don't know for how many years, but for quite some time. Uh, but uh, so we've been I've been getting a lot of queries from people wondering um, how to go about doing that, and if we're going to be doing that, we definitely will be doing that. Um, and the thing that uh, that you'll need to know is that there will be a special call for submissions. There'll be a special process, and that will be emailed out um, coming up. Um, I think on April 22nd, it'll be a very short window of, uh, uh, of open submission period, and um, and, uh, and and it'll all, all be happening starting April 22nd. So if you're interested in that issue. Make sure, uh, in in submitting work for that issue, make sure that you're on our email list. If you go to our website, poetrysuperhighway.com, on the upper right-hand corner, there's a a subscribe to our uh, email list box and just put your email in there and you're in. Uh, We'll also post, uh, the uh, call for submissions to our Facebook page as well. Um, we won't have any ability to accept submissions outside of the very short submission period, um, and so it's, it's important that you, uh, if you want to do that, that you're on the email list and that you uh, that, that you uh, that you that you are available to receive that announcement when it comes along on April 22nd. That's it. That's everything I have to tell you. It's time to get to our callers. Um, again, the number for you to call in if you'd like to call in and read a poem is 646-716-7362. Our first caller. Let's see. Is uh, a blocked number? Hello, blocked number. Anybody there? I hear a lot of background noise, but uh, someone not paying attention apparently. Okay, so let's uh, move on to our next caller from the uh, 705 area code. Hello, 705. And 705 has hung up. Well, all right. That was uh, those were the two callers I had online uh, waiting to talk. Um, how awkward. Uh, uh, That is for me, anyway. And for you listening who were expecting to hear poems, call in, folks. uh, The number is 646-716-7362. I think I'm going to start out by playing one of the uh, spoken word tracks that I played last month. Um, uh, Let me just uh, find that for you quickly. Uh, Here it is. This is uh, the poem uh, Slippery Slope by Angel Ellis. Slippery
1: Slope. A poem by Angel Ellis From the anthology Women Write Resistance I didn't stop that day No time Too fast No place to turn around But the next day On that ordinary stretch Something pulled me over I climbed the slope to see it again The girl who looked eleven But may have been older Fighting his grip the thin, furious man, the long arm striking her face. She was still standing, after, my rearview mirror told me. No footprints in the slick grass, no blood, just one glint like a broken bottle. A child's glasses with thick lenses, intact, reflecting that day upside down.
0: All right, that was the uh, poem "Slippery Slope" by Angel Ellis, um, a spoken word track. We we invite you to submit work uh, in the form of a spoken word and audio file to us. We're specifically looking uh, for tracks which uh, mix an element um, of sound beyond just you uh, doing a reading. So in this case, we had traffic noises in the background from Angel Ellis. Um, and uh, in, in some cases, people mix music with their poetry. Um, in other cases, it's live readings, like it might be in front of an audience, a poem that was read, recorded live. You can just imagine like a, a live tracks from concerts, etc. Um, where the uh, where the sounds that the audience is making, the reactions to what you're reading, the the applause, etc. Um, become that extra sound element. Just put an MP3 together, um, or a handful of MP3s if you'd like and uh, send them to me at rick at poetrysuperhighway.com and I'll be more than happy to uh, consider it for playing on a future episode of Poetry Superhighway uh, live. Uh, that poem, Slippery Slope, appears in Angele's chapbook uh, Spared, which is, uh, was published by Main Street Rag. It's, it was an editor's uh, choice selection and uh, then also it appeared in the national anthology Women Write Resistance from Hyacinth Press. Um, and uh, Angèle's uh, 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 husband, I believe, uh, a graphic designer and musician, Christopher Ellis, created the audio file which mixed the noises of the traffic as part of, of the poem. And there's a YouTube video of that poem as well. All right. Um, let's get to our, uh, our uh, first caller. We're going to try that blocked number again. Hello, blocked number. Anybody there? Yes,
2: Hello. Yeah, hello? hello.
0: Can you hear me, Michael in Birmingham? Yeah. Can you hear me? I I can. Can you hear me? I can, Michael. Okay, Michael in
2: Birmingham. Michael in in Birmingham. Yes.
0: Great. I think we can proceed with the conversation now.
2: Okay. I'm getting in one of those cell phone booths. I'm getting in one of those cell phone booths. I'm not in the car today. (laughs) And so, um, happy National Poetry Month. And earlier in the program, you mentioned that. You don't know if around the world they celebrate National Poetry Month. I'm not sure either. I'm sure people are aware of it, but I don't know if it's uh, like it is in the United States. But, in keeping with what I want to talk about and read today, on the 17th of this month, and it's a rather young um, event. Uh, I found out about it through the Haiku Foundation. That's the to go if you want to know about what's going on around the world with haiku. And it's inter seventeenth, which will be this Wednesday this year, or it'll be on Wednesday. It's always a seventeenth because going back to the traditional seventeen syllables in haiku in the old Japanese language. Um is international. I like that. It's international haiku poetry day. And I like it isn't just haiku but it's also poetry because is poetry in the poem first before it happens to be formally uh, within the haiku aesthetic? And I like that it's international. And people who are interested in that, uh, go to the website, go to uh, the media, the blog, and the, all the information will be there. And they'll have a co- collaborative, they call it the Rolling Haiku. And all that information is there, so I won't take up the time here. Now, speaking of haiku, I uh, got a lead earlier this year on a haiku competition. You might want to pull this up on the uh, website. It's, through the universe, it's at the University of Alabama in Tuscaloosa. That's my home state. My home city is Birmingham, and Tuscaloosa is about a 45-minute drive from here. But it's the big university. It's really famous for its football team, uh, Alabama. But Capstone International Center at University of Alabama, um, under the events, you go under the events and go under the Cherry Blossom Sakura. It was the 33rd annual. And I really didn't know about this all this time. Someone gave me a lead, and they had in conjunction with it a haiku competition. Now, how long the haiku competition has been in conjunction with it, I don't know. I don't know if it's been the entire 33 years or how many years. But anyway, I was delighted to find out about it. Went right home, made a note of it got the information and competed, got my work in on the deadline and placed honorable mention and like I said, if you go to the website, go to Ad the Career Festival. the results are posted there and I'm the first listed honorable mention Michael Verga. The carpenter's son well thank you. the carpenter's son pulling all together many broken pieces. the carpenter's son pulling all together. Many broken pieces, and um, that's, that's how about wonderful, a couple Michael of I
0: just posted a uh, a link to both uh, a couple of things that you mentioned, including the Haiku Foundation .org's website um, and specifically their page for Inter- International Haiku Poetry Day, as well as the uh, Cherry Bloss- Blossom Sakura Festival um, that you mentioned. Did, did you, as, you as find well? it as
2: we were talking? Did you- did I you did. find it as yeah. we were talking? Okay, yes, good. I did, and accessible. both links
0: are posted uh, posted now um, as comments to the uh, Facebook event uh, or post for for this uh, live event. So anyone who's listening can check out the links right on our Facebook page.
2: Because you know you have the Haiku Haikuverse, uh, and so I thought this would be relevant also since it's a, a subsidiary of um, a part of um, Poetry Superhighway. And uh, how about a couple of shorts for April? Go for it. Pink Petals, April, October, on the other side of the fall. Pink Petals, April, the new October. It's kind of a variation on two of the things. Uh, it's a yeah. variation on... Um, One's like the more the, the shorter, you know, April, the new October, and April October on the other side of the ball, and images, pink petals. Well, it's an um, interesting, uh, it's
0: I'll, an interesting exercise, I think, Michael. I, I've noticed sometimes people do this. Um, I've even received submissions like this where there'll be, you know, several poems which are, you know, uh, variations of the same thing, just as just as you did. Um, uh, uh, you know, and I, I always kind of wondered, you know, uh, you know I, I thought it was an interesting exercise to write several versions of the same kind of poem, you know, maybe leaving it in the, the editor's hands to, to pick which one that, that uh, they like the best, or in fact, publish all the different versions just to see the different possibilities with the words that are using. So uh, very cool that you read those two variations of that piece.
2: Some people look upon it as studies you know like two studies you know and uh painters and sculptors will do this they'll have you know like uh, there'll be three of them one painting but there's a little difference in them because um it's experimental it's a discovery process it's you know it's never it's the process is more uh the process is creative and that's fulfilling as well as the final project um so it's not like you're short on callers today, and I'm not saying that as to make an excuse to read more because I'm not I'm – no, that's not I've what uh, I'm about. I've got, a,
0: but, I've got plenty of callers on the line, Michael. I just – right at the beginning, the two that were there dropped, but uh, but they're back, and there's there's some other folks on line as well. But I appreciate uh, you always being conscious of the logistics of our show. It.
2: Yeah, um, but you might so want to know I, about this. Uh, uh, can I tell you about one event that's going on in Birmingham at this time? Sure, go for it. Okay, and you can look it up. Uh, Magic City—it's the second annual Magic City Poetry Festival, and they have a website, so you can and a uh, Facebook. So if you want more information on that, you can go there. You've heard of Sonia Sanchez, haven't you? Uh, I
0: don't think I have.
2: Okay, well, she was scheduled to come uh, to re- here for a presentation, uh, but she due to she had to cancel, I think, for health purposes. And so, anyway, it's all on the website, but you might want to know about that since it's National Poetry Month and the second annual Magic City Poetry Festival. And I mentioned also uh, as an ambassador, to, uh, informal, an informal ambassador, to my, ambassador to my city here during the month of National Poetry Month. Good speaking with you. Uh, when's the show for May? It's going to be May 19th. Okay, hope to talk to you then. Good talking to you today. Have a good month.
0: You too, uh, Michael. Thanks for calling in.
2: That was uh, Michael from Birmingham,
0: Alabama. Um, I just posted a, another link in, a, in a, as a comment to this event on our Facebook page to magiccitypoetryfestival.org uh, that Michael just mentioned. So feel free to click on that and check and check it out. Um, just got thinking about the whole idea of writing variations of the same poem. And on the one hand, you know we are, you know we were, we're some of us are always editing our poems and. And changing them and and, and uh, creating different versions of of them, um, you know, to make the poem as good as possible. Um, and I know sometimes I'm choosing between two lines or two different directions that I want uh, a poem to go in. But it just occurred to me, why can't multiple versions of the same poem exist?
3: You know, why can't we
0: not make the call and just write write both poems, even if they're very very similar? There's no reason that both of those things can't exist. So thanks for getting me. Uh, to think, uh, think about that, Michael, and for being a, a regular here in Poetry Superhighway Live. All right. The uh, number to call in is 646-716-7362. Our next caller, um, gosh, a long number. could be an international caller outside of the United States, 436-647. Who did I just put on the air?
4: Hi, it's Luna.
0: Hi, Luna. How are you?
4: Welcome I'm back. good. Thank you. And you?
0: I'm I'm doing well. I'm kind of tired today, honestly, but uh, I'm I'm happy mm. to hear your voice. remind Remind us where you're calling from. Austria. Austria. Yeah, I remember being so excited last month that we were getting a call from uh, from so far away, and here you are again. Uh, and I'm yes. I'm just as I'm just as excited.
4: I'm excited too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Cool. Well, um, uh, uh, read us a poem, would
4: you? Yes. Okay, the poem is called Masks. Fake faces, fake stares, fake people everywhere, wearing a mask and hiding their fears, dancing to songs for which nobody cares, moving their bodies, drinking heat, watching them burn themselves till they all bleed. They believe all the news and follow every trend, having thousands of friends, but none of them real, because they all fear to show how they feel. Our society is the one of avoiding emotions, not showing them, not talking about them, not feeling them, but for emotions is what makes us human. What humans would we be if we aim to be perfect? and avoiding every kind of love. I don't. I refuse to suppress my emotions, my feelings. I will continue giving love and joy. If it makes me different, I'm fine with that. If that's the goal people want to achieve, I don't want to be a part of it anyway. Please don't be too. It's more fun this way, wild and free. So, would you dare... To dance with me, yeah, that's
0: it. How could anyone refuse that offer? Luna um well done thank um, you. thank you for calling calling in is there um i I think I put you on the spot last uh, month by asking if anything was going on in in, in your part of the world live poetry events and did did you tell us about something or would you tell us about what's going on again in Austria? uh
4: yes. I did I told you that it's like starting to become more like open mics and poetry events, but it's not as big as in other countries yet at least
0: well do and do you attend these events
4: uh some of them yeah are
0: they are they in um German or uh, are they uh, uh, um, or, or, are there English events?
4: Some of them were just in German, and others were in different languages. So you can attend in whichever language you like. <clears throat>
0: That's great. So, well, yeah. um, I'm I, I'm thrilled uh, to uh, to hear your voice again. I hope you call back and um, I will. Um, I, I realized I. I uh, I keep confusing uh, Austria and Hungary as uh, as, uh, as two different places, and so you probably think I'm, I'm an, okay. a, a geographical I- idiot. Um, and I, I just would like to no. admit to being one, as a matter of fact. Um, I don't know why I, I think uh, I'm, I'm still stuck on, on on World War II history, uh, history when
5: uh, mm.
0: or pre, you know, when when the two countries were uh, connected or prior to that, anyway. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get mm-hmm. that right at some point in the next <laughs> several months, so I don't sound like a like such a fool, but I'm I'm thrilled to. Um, it's okay. <laughs> I'm thrilled that you called in, and I and I definitely uh, want to uh, hear from you again. So please call back.
4: Yep, yeah, I will. Thank you.
0: All right, take it easy. That was uh, Luna calling all the way from Austria. Um, uh, once again, an international caller uh, from from Europe participating in uh, National Poetry Month here uh, in the United States. And it's it's the worldwide reach of. Super Highway, which i'm uh, very excited about so thanks luna um all right ladies and gentlemen um uh the number to call in is 646-716-7362 um, please call in and uh, we've got about a little bit 35 minutes left in the show we're going to get one more caller on the air now and we're going to play a spoken word track from uh, ellen sander from belfast maine uh, our next caller is from the 705 area code
6: hello Hello, Rick. How are you? I'm good.
0: Is this uh, is this Alex an
6: international buddy calling from north of the yeah. border, my friend.
0: Yes. I um, it's nothing but people from outside of the United States calling, except for, of course, Michael from Birmingham. But you know, the show is young. We'll see what happens. But so far, the international callers are winning. Are you are you with me, Alex? Oh,
6: um, um, I have one to read for you.
3: Okay, let's, let's hear it. Okay.
6: Waters have ripples. I'm connected to my past, just not anchored to it. I live for today, not what is gone. There is continuity, even a legacy. But the soul I am now is evolved from who I was back then. As all of us change, which is inevitable, the clock doesn't stop ticking. To be stuck in a rut, unable to move, would hinder my ascension. As I breathe, so do I ascend. A natural progression. As do the polarities on Earth regularly shift, I transcend as well. As I'm constantly in a state of transition. As the moon orbits in the sky, I too am in perpetual motion. Dormant is not my position, as my waters have ripples, not silent or smooth like glass. As I look ahead, I inch forward with an optimism so allows me to adapt to an environment whose shape adjusts to the prevailing winds, carving out its own niche. As I do not stand still, why my currents have an active vibration whose frequency fluctuates, end
0: poems. Lovely. Uh Alex. Thank you. Uh thank you very much for sharing that uh, with us as always. Very welcome, my friend. Um, anything to report um uh in uh in, in your neck of the woods? Anything new, anything happening with poetry, whether it's in your region or just your you know, uh, new books or websites or yeah, just like j- j-
6: just just going over the river right to, to the Michigan side because there's not much on the Canadian side going on and just doing the readings over at the library over there.
0: That's great. Do you find um, uh, these days that it's that it's a pretty easy process to 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 get across the border both ways? Uh, it's, it's, it sounds like you're. It's sort of like you know, one town that happens to have an international border running through it. Um, so what's what's that like for you?
6: Well, it's a t- it's got an international bridge that crosses the St. Mary's River, and it it takes you about maybe five minutes to drive across. It's about a a two-and-a-half-mile stretch of bridge, and it's just Canadian authorities on the north and American authorities on the south, and you pay about four bucks uh, Canadian to travel each way, and uh, you go do your business.
0: Does it, I mean, do you find that, is is there, like, a a lot of security? Do you get stopped? You know, that. I guess
6: I'm oh, well, I mean, you, they, they get used to you, Rick, if you go over every couple of weeks because gas is so much cheaper on the American side than on the Canadian, right? So you go over and your, your beer is like half price compared to the Canadian side because of taxes. So you make it worth your time going over for gas and whatever other incidentals you need. And it, uh, they, they get used to you after a while if you become a, a frequent kind of visitor kind of thing. And, um, yeah, and the questions get, you know what I mean, you need a passport to get over anyways and stuff. So, I mean, you're there, you've been there for years, so it, it doesn't become a problem. It was a problem for my wife until she got her Canadian citizenship, and she was from Mexico, and then they gave her a hard time, mostly all the time. But once she got her Canadian passport, then the questions got fewer because they couldn't. I mean, she's got the legal the legal status of being a Canadian citizen so is was easier to cross at that point.
0: Gotcha. That's just so interesting, uh, living living on a border like that, especially when there's, you know, all this talk of, of borders and closing borders and building walls between borders that uh you know, that how it just, it just got me curious about how easy it was for, for someone like like you on in that part of the world to, to cross over and, and back. And you know, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah we're, um, we're we need gas, so we got to head over to America to get it because it's cheaper. That's, that's a, Yeah, that's something and, we and I do.
6: mean, Rick, we're, we're twin cities here, so Sioux, Ontario, and Sioux, Michigan, and Sioux, Ontario is like maybe 80000 somewhere around there, and Sioux, Michigan is only about 15000 so I mean, we pretty much, we keep them going over there, do you know what I mean? I yeah, you're the bigger city. There. Yeah. Gotcha. We support their economy quite a bit, so...
0: Wonderful. Well, Alex, I always yep. appreciate hearing your voice, and um, thanks for being a regular as well, and thanks for calling in.
6: Very welcome, my friend. You have a great day. Oh,
0: you know, I, wait, quick question. Uh, National Poetry Month, is that a thing in Canada as well?
6: I think it is. I and, think and it is. is. It, I mean, like, Is it
0: also this month? You...
6: Yeah, I haven't looked it up that much, Rick, but I mean, it, okay. it's always... My my connection with the poetry stuff from that, I've really zoomed in on, isolating on, on your program quite a bit because I mean my time is really limited with, a lot of this stuff. But I mean I make a point of it every month to be calling in, and in every April I really have a good time when I'm able to, submit to your uh, the Holocaust. That that really I write one every year, a special one just for that
0: that's fantastic that's a great way to do it i you know one of the guidelines of course is that you can't submit work that you previously submitted for this issue because um, we, we want people to constantly be engaged in it and um and we you know honestly on this end we don't want to read the same stuff that we didn't pick previously you know so um we yeah. it kind of forces you on that end to you know a keep track of it and, and i love that you are writing a new poem every month, every year for it as well. That's very cool.
6: Absolutely.
0: All right, Alex. Well, um, thanks so much for calling in and we'll talk to you next time. Take care. Bye. It was Alex from uh, uh, Sault Ste. Marie, Toronto, uh, Canada, or not Toronto, Ontario, uh, Canada, and a regular caller here. I guess I put him on the spot uh, asking about National Poetry Month and, whether that's uh, that coincides with that in Canada, so sorry about that, Alex. But uh, you know what? That's your assignment. Look it up, and for next time, uh, you're going to have to be our Canadian emissary to uh, all things poetry. So that's that's your assignment for next month. All right. Before we get to our, our next caller, we're just about at the uh, half hour mark, and as promised, I'm going to play a uh, spoken word track, as we try to do at the at the half hour mark every show. This is the poem uh, "Snowball," that. Um, Wait, hold on a second. Let me get the title in front of me. It's called A Snowball That Picks from Belfast, Maine, poet Ellen Sanders.
5: Hello, this is Ellen Sander in Belfast, Maine, reading my poem, A Snowball That Picks, which is published in the winter 2019 edition of Cafe Review out of Portland, Maine. A snowball that picks up everything in its path picks up the affair you thought you got away with, the umbrella on the bus. The wrapper you dropped behind your back on the trail. A snowball that picks up everything in its path picks up the beer can by the side of the road The cousin's birthday you pretend to forget A tip left on another table back when you were broke. A snowball that picks up everything in its path Picks up the insult muttered after you thought you hung up The child forgotten at school The takeout pizza you eat all by yourself The snowball that picks up everything in its path Picks up the tempo, the pieces, the paper, the pose, the past, the peril, the pressure, potential, the placement. Well, Vita at the grocer's, on the way home.
0: Well, that was so much fun that was uh, the track the snowball that picks uh, by ellen sander from belfast maine uh, ellen uh, i was just uh, looking at some of the links to ellen while the while the track was playing and her website uh, uh, has has the message welcome to the ellen sanderson kind of a psychedelic message which i think uh, suits the psychedelic tone of the music that she had underneath her poem i love the concept of a snowball picking up everything, including Velveeta cheese at the market. That's one particular snowball, or one skilled snowball that, that could even pick up that, just like, you know, it's picking up the snow down the road, heads into the market, gets to Velveeta, heads out, and keeps going, picking up more and more things. Um, Ellen, uh, in addition to being a wonderful poet, uh, runs in Belfast, Maine, her website, by the way, is ellensander.com E-L-L-E-N S-A-N-D-E-R She runs um, on Belfast Community Radio, the weekly poetry radio show called Poetry Woodship Radio, which is very similar uh, to the spoken word track segment of this show in that it's an hour of poetry, um, of spoken word poetry tracks that happens every single week. You can check it out at BelfastCommunityRadio.org slash show slash poetry dash woodshed, or just go to BelfastCommunityRadio.org and, and search for Poetry Woodshed Radio, and I'm sure you will find it. You can listen to the show online um, as well. I believe you can. Um, and she's been nice enough to play tracks by me in the past. So uh, check it out. And Ellen wanted everyone to know uh, that, in an, that um, she welcomes your submissions of of spoken word tracks as well that she will consider her playing on her show um, so uh, check it out and, uh, check out uh, her uh, the website for the show and there's information on how to contact her there so thanks for sending that uh, wonderful spoken word track in Ellen really enjoyed it psychedelic awesome and cool um, and again just an invitation for anyone listening uh, I would be happy uh, to uh, listen to spoken word tracks that you've produced or that you will produce for a consideration in playing during the Spoken Word Track segment on Super Superhighway Live. We do this every month, and I play at least one Spoken Word Track um, every month on our show. And uh, all I ask is that it's not um, just you doing a reading, that there's some extra element. If you want to just read your poem, call in and read your poem. Uh, please do, 646-716-7362. Call in, read it live, be happy to talk with you. But for the spoken word track, it has to be something like what you've heard today on our show. There has to be an extra audio element mixed uh, with it. In the case of uh, the track we just heard, there was some music uh, that was in the background. Um, in the the track that we heard earlier today on Ellis' Ellis's track, uh, there was uh, some uh, traffic noises that were mixed in that kind of went with the poem. Uh, a poem we played uh, last month from Cliff Bernier. Um, the extra element there was a second person kind of reading a uh, Uh, responses and things like that so really kind of made an interesting mix and then the other thing that we'll consider as well is um, a recording of a live reading in front of an an audience where these sounds the reactions etc the applause from the audience um, are create that extra sound element that make it something beyond just you reading your poem straight with nothing else so uh, put your uh, mp3s together and uh, please put them in MP3 format and, and email them to me at rickpoetrysuperhighway.com. At I would suggest no more than two or three MP3s, if, if you're going to be doing more than one for that matter, one is fine too, uh, per email. Um, the more you attach to an email, the less likely it is to actually get through. And, I, and uh, I'll respond pretty quickly when I get it, just to acknowledge that I have them. Um, so if you do not hear from me, then I probably didn't get it. So send it to me at rick at poetrysuperhighway.com. All right, we got about a little bit more than 20 minutes left in the show, and I invite you to call in and read your uh, poems. The number to do so is area code 646-716-7362. I'd love to hear your poem, and I'd love to talk to you about what's going on with poetry in your part of the world. Our next caller is from the... 347
3: area code hello hello it's erica dreyfus calling
0: hi erica how's it going
3: i'm good it's been a while and uh i thought i would call in and i remembered that this was the time of year that you usually do the calls for the holocaust poem so i'm glad that you mentioned that that's a wonderful project among many that you do
0: thanks tell me where you're calling from erica
3: from new york new york New York City? Yes. So yes, New York City. So you're back in the USA.
0: Okay. Well, that's, that's comforting. That's comforting. Not not that I minded being in Austria or Canada. Um, no, of course. <laughs> but uh, uh, but glad glad to uh, glad to have a, a local girl calling in.
3: Right. So I thought so, I would read a poem. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no. You go ahead tell us. I didn't know if you you wanted me to start reading a poem or if you had another question for me. I don't know how you are with time. I have no further questions at this point. I would love to hear (laughs) (laughs) poem. Okay. Um, So this is actually a poem that was just published in, I think in what's one of your local papers in Jewish journal, where I believe you often publish as well. Um, And it's a, a timely poem for the upcoming Passover holiday, which will, of course, precede um, Yom HaShoah. So uh, the title of this poem is Pharaoh's Daughter Addresses Linda Sarsour. So it's a persona poem in the voice of Pharaoh's daughter, and I will just begin reading it now. My sister, Zionism is not, as you have notoriously suggested, creepy. I know that you do not believe it, but if you'd witnessed what I have, Jews enslaved, their babies murdered, perhaps you'd understand. How many generations of Jewish mothers, like the one who birthed my Moses, have feared for their children's lives? For how many decades, centuries, millennia, have the Jews lacked a single home of their own and looked back with longing to Zion? But above and beyond all of that, my sister, if you believe in self-determination for your own community, how can you deny others the same? I cannot discern how their aspirations are any creepier than yours. Please, sister, reconsider your past words and your present ones. Nice.
0: Eric, I remember seeing that. That was, uh, that was, uh, was that just... Last week, that was that's in this week's yes. issue, is it not? Yes, yes, right, yes. At the Jewish Journal. Yeah, and I just found it online and posted a link to it as as well. So uh, cool! Oh, great, great. To, thank you. Great to um, great to speak to a fellow uh, a Jewish Journal poet, as it were, um, um, and nice poem as well.
3: Thank you very much.
0: Um, tell us uh, tell us what's going on in New York City in, in terms of your involvements with poetry.
3: Well, there's a lot going on. Um, actually, there's when you mentioned the um, Holocaust Remembrance Day, there's going to be an event that unfortunately I can't go to. Um, it's in Riverdale, New York, on May 1st. And I will post the link um, in the Facebook group. I think I just requested to join the Facebook group. So if you admit me, then I can post the link. It'll, unless, uh, so in case that's easier for you. But um, it's an event on May 1st called Write Me, W R I T E M E, Holocaust Remembrance Day Poetry Event um, in Riverdale. And I see that um, one of my Facebook friends will be reading in it, and at least two of them are. Interested in going, so it looks like it's going to be a good event, and um, there are a lot of poets participating. And I think there's also going to be a film screening, and all kinds of stuff. So that's that's one thing that's going on. And and for myself, I'm I'm busy at the moment getting things ready. I I recently signed a contract for my first um, poetry collection, so I'm getting it ready to go into production and. Um, And that's very exciting. That's a a nice way to be spending Poetry Month.
0: Yeah, that's great. Congratulations uh, on that. Thank you. uh, What's what's the title of the book going to be?
3: The title of the book is Birthright, and it will be out from Kelsey Books in the fall. That's a big deal. Congratulations on
0: that. uh, Thank you. You're living living the dream. Well,
3: (laughs) I don't know about that, but I'm not complaining. (laughs) I'm definitely not complaining.
0: Well, that's a, that's a start, you know, and and as a Jew, you have every right to complain. You know, that's, <laughs> it's, you know, part of our DNA. You should be complaining, actually, as a matter be- of
3: better fact. Better to fail. Better to fail. you want to
0: be more, more authentic. Um, cool. Well, Eric, Erica, um, uh, uh, great to talk with you. Uh, please call in again. And uh, I did just uh, uh, admit you to the uh, poetry group, um, so um, maybe post a link to that um
3: as I will comment
0: to the show or, or however you want to do it, and um, that would be great.
3: All right, thank you so much. Nice to talk to you again, Rick.
0: Yeah, likewise. All right, okay. take it easy. That was uh, Erica Dreyfus calling from New York City, uh, New York. Reading a poem that was uh, just published, actually in uh, in the Jewish Journal, um, which is a Los Angeles-based publication. Where I have a weekly poetry blog, as a matter of fact. Um, I uh, I write a poem. I wrote. I write a poem every week um, in response to the uh, weekly Torah portion, and I post it on my blog there at jewishjournal.com. I also post it on my uh, Facebook page as well. Um, I've been doing this for a few years now, and uh, this is a a newer uh, series, because it turns out that uh, once you've you've finished with the year of uh, reading the Torah, that you're supposed to start the whole thing over again and do it again. So, uh, I realized after I, uh, I wrote a poem for every Torah portion a couple of years ago and put them all out in my book, um, God Wrestler, which came out about uh, a year and a half, two years ago, that I, I wasn't off the hook with engaging with this text. So um, so there you go. So you can you can check check that out at JewishJournal.com um, as well. Um, so there you go. Thanks for calling in. And I see Erica just posted a link to the uh, Write Me um, Holocaust Remembrance Day Poetry event that she mentioned, which is happening on May 1st in uh, in Riverdale, New York. So you can check that out as a comment to this group as well. Alright, we've got about uh, a little less than 15 minutes. i got one caller on the line who I'm obviously going to get to uh, right now, but uh, plenty of time, I think, for someone else to call in. Um, if you'd like, the number is 646-716-7362. Call in uh, and uh, we'll get you on the air reading your poem. Our next caller is from the 985 area code. Hello, 985.
7: Hi, Rick, it's Diana Lane Dees in Covington, Louisiana. How are you?
0: I'm great, how are you?
7: I'm doing well, thank you. And by the way, it is National Poetry Month in Canada.
0: We'll leave it, uh, uh, leave it to, the, to, to, to the Americans to discover that for, for us. Or to report that? No,
7: it, it, um, it, They do it exactly the same
0: way. Yes. Well, good. There's at least there's some consistency. It's one one less thing to have to uh, have to figure out. <laughs> um, how's everything going uh, in Covington?
7: Uh, well, we're having ter- we had terrible, terrible thunderstorms, but today is actually kind of cool and nice. Uh, I think the last time you and I talked, I had some news uh, that I'm going to be the featured poet at a reading later this year, and I now uh-huh. have some more news if you
5: hear it.
7: Um, I would love to hear. it. Briefly, you. I well, I'll be. I'll also, and the, that that event isn't going to happen for several months, I don't think. But next Friday, I will be doing the open mic at the four-day New Orleans Poetry Festival.
0: And that's great. That, that sounds like yep. a lot of
7: fun. Yeah. I know you've always encouraged me to do that stuff, and I also have a chapbook being published later this year.
0: Oh, that's great. What's uh, what's that called?
7: It's called. I can't recall exactly when I died.
0: <laughs> I know it and sounds like have... something of years. <laughs> no, yeah, that's a great title. I um. It's, uh, trying to, something funny happened with the, the concept of considering one's own death recently. Um, uh, right. I, someone, I, I think someone said to me recently, um, you know, I want that poem read, you know, at my, uh, at my funeral. And I said, well, uh-huh. you know, let, let me know what the date is, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I'll, I'll, I'll put it on the calendar. Um, and you know, yeah. so. Uh, that your your chapbook title reminds me of that. When when's that coming out? I think it, it, it's probably going to be in the fall, maybe even the winter. Okay. Well, uh, well, uh, the sooner the better, as far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah, well, I'll, I'll keep you. Please do, and uh, I'd love to hear a poem from you. Well, I'm
7: actually going to give you a pair of short poems. This is a pair of sonnets, and although uh, it doesn't represent the same poem in a different version, it does represent two sonnets that are very closely linked in subject matter. The first is The Submerged Life. The dragonfly, unlike us, is a child through most of life, surviving underwater for years. She learns the lessons of the wild while molting many times. This process taught her to recognize the right time to submerge, the time to lift her head above the surface, to gather wings and courage, then emerge. Her time under the rocks is quite a preface to a grown-up life so brief it's here and gone. She finds a partner and mates him while she flies, then lays her eggs, and rises with the dawn on iridescent wings, and soon she dies. The dragonfly, unlike us, is aware that life flies on fast wings, no time to spare. And this is winged presence. The damselfly at rest folds up her wings as if in prayer. She waits, perfectly still, Observing what the present moment brings. Then silently, she holds her pose until her instinct guides her to move on. She glides with ease above the grass, the hills, the streams. She has no need to stop and analyze her path or be concerned with hopes and dreams. Before she is herself, the damsel fly must molt a dozen times. When she arises she's finished with the struggle. She can fly unburdened by illusions and disguises. Her jewel like body takes up little space. Her existence is a silent hymn to
0: girls. Do they really molt a dozen times?
7: Yes. It's amazing, isn't it?
0: <clears throat> yeah, I just I you know I I can't even handle molting once. I you know <laughs> that's it, um that is extraordinary I, to have to go through
7: tried, so many I tried it I tried it once and gave it up yeah. Right?
0: Yeah, it's like uh, gave it up molting for it, Lent. You know, it's, but it's um, column, by hmm.
7: the way. Go ahead. The the second the second site, by the way, is currently published at uh
0: on Snakeskin for anyone who's interested in that. Is it Snake Skin is an online uh, uh, journal?
7: Yes, George Simmers' online uh, poetry zine, which he doesn't do exclusively formal poetry, but he publishes a lot of it.
0: Is that, I'm just looking at, uh, doing a search so I can post a link, is that the one in the UK, snakeskin.co.uk? Yes. Snake Skin Poetry. Okay, cool. I just yeah. uh, I posted a link to it right uh, there. Now, you said you're going to uh, go to the open mic at the uh, four-day poetry festival in New Orleans, is it?
7: Right, that the open mic is on Friday.
0: Okay. Um, now, you did, have you done much of that before? I know you mentioned that I've encouraged you to do it, and, and that's, Not that's very one of the big things.
7: A little, but not very much, because where I live, there really isn't opportunity. You have to go to the city, and it's just a big hassle to go to the city.
0: Right. So it's not it's not a a, a hesitance to do so. It's just more of a you know an availability based on on, exactly. on where you live. Exactly. Exactly. Well, that's uh, that's exciting. Are you gonna Are there more events um, in the four day festival that you're that you'll be going to to, to check out? Mm, I might, I haven't decided Okay, well I don't, need to, I don't mean to put you on the spot You, you, have to, you don't have to make any decisions no. now <laughs> Thank you Well Diane, Diane, I'm always thrilled to uh, talk with you And um, uh, thank you so much for calling in Congratulations on your, uh, on your, your, your chat book that, for later this year and, uh, and I look forward to talking with you again Thank you Rick, it's lovely to talk to you too Bye bye All right, take it easy all right, that was uh, Diane Elaine Dees calling from Covington, Louisiana, um, a repeat offender here on Poetry for Highway Live. I love having repeat offenders. I love talking to people who I've talked to before. Um, I also, uh, not to discourage anyone else, I love talking to people I've never talked to before. Um, I just I want everyone to call in and feel comfortable uh, sharing a poem and, and immersing themselves further um, in poetry. Um, so as I mentioned earlier, our next show is going to be on Sunday, May 19th. I think that's about five weeks from now. Didn't do the the four-week mark because uh, a month from now is uh, Mother's Day, and uh, I, I want to reserve that day for uh, uh, honoring uh, my wife, who is a mother, um, and making sure that uh, she's taken care of that day. So um, so uh, we're going to push the show to uh, a week after that to May 19th at 2 p.m., but do plan on calling in. We'll be playing uh, at least one other spoken word track, and taking as many calls as possible. That'll also be the first uh, episode of Poetry Superhighway Live after our annual Yom HaShoah issue. So uh, you could consider, um, if you're, uh, send poems in for that uh, reading. Uh, reading your poem that got published in that issue, if you if you get a poem published in that issue, and and you can watch for that special call for submissions that's going to come out on April 22nd don't send in work for that now ladies and gentlemen you can send in work for Poetry Superhighway Poet of the Week click on our submission guidelines for that Uh, but anything that you submit for the Holocaust Project needs to follow the special guidelines that will be available for that during the short window of time that will be open for that again that will be published on April 22nd what those guidelines are get on our email list at poetrysuperhighway.com or pay attention to our Facebook group Um, To uh, make sure that you get that info Um, Don't forget we're publishing A poetry writing prompt every day this month Um, Today's is from Jess Vaughn You can check it out again on our Facebook page As well as on our website Um, And hopefully you'll write a poem uh, From it or one of the poems That we published previously this month um, Or one of the ones that we'll publish uh, uh, For one of the days That are uh, left this month Um, every single day there's a new idea a new poetry writing idea for you to check out and consider writing a poem for if you happen to write a poem for it um uh, you're more than welcome to post it as a comment uh to the poetry writing prompt in the facebook group a number of people are doing that it's a great way to to share your work and to get immediate feedback as well as to provide a little bit of gratification to the people who wrote the prompts to um um uh, to see that their idea was actually being used by someone. So uh, so just a, it's a two-way street, this uh, creative process, so uh, participate in it. Um, I would like to uh, thank uh, Michael from Birmingham, Alabama, for opening up the show for us today. I'd like to thank Luna from Austria, which, uh, as I need to remind myself, is not in Hungary, but is a separate country from Hungary. Um, darn my... Uh, darn the history of that region where they used to be combined together, um, which has infected my brain with uh, a lack of geographical knowledge. Um, I want to thank uh, Alex from uh, Sault Ste. Marie, Canada for, uh, for calling in and give us, giving us an insight about what it's like to live on the Canadian border between uh, Canada and uh, Michigan. I want to thank uh, Ellen Sander for uh, sending us her spoken word track um, uh, Snowball the Picks, which we played at the half hour mark of the show. Check her out at ellensander.com as well as her, uh, her radio show at uh, the Poetry Woodshed Radio um, Hour on, on the Belfast uh, Public Radio Show. Links are in the uh, uh, comments uh, to this event on our Facebook page. Um, I want to thank Erica again for calling in from New York City and reading uh, her uh, uh, Passover-themed poem. Passover starts this Friday. Happy uh, Passover to you if you're someone who celebrates that, that holiday. And finally, uh, once again, thanks to Diane Elaine Dees from Covington, Louisiana, who uh, just closed our uh, closed our show. Um, so that's it. Again, we will be back again next month on May 19th at, um, at uh, 2 p.m. Pacific. So call in. Love to talk with you. Happy Poetry Month, everyone.